And so one thing I've really learned, especially with um, advising CEOs, I've been advising CEOs of companies making annual revenue from anywhere from $3 million to $90 million a year. And uh, walked with people through different exits, different transitions out of their day-to-day -day life as a CEO. And oftentimes our identity is so tied to what we do. It's really hard to answer the question, what do you want outside of the company you've built? Because you see yourself as the entity, you see yourself as the company. Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. It's a beautiful morning. Ah. Yes, every day above ground is a good day, and I can't remember which movie was this. I think it was a cowboy film or something that that came from, but it's so true. Uh, embrace what you have in front of you, a beautiful day indeed. And here it comes, another interview by way of Santa Barbara, California, but we're having it in the shadow of the Great Salt Lake. And this young lady, she's a startup executive turned business startup advisor. From the C-suite of advising seven and eight figure CEOs, she's pivoted to help corporate executives who want to free their time and their income and build an online business. She loves the zero to one journey, or rather zero to 10K. And the numbers just jump from there because now she's helping CEOs in the earnings space from $3 million to $90 million. And you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City to Salt Lake City to hang out with Cassie Shea. So welcome to Podcasting Your Global Career. We've got Cassie Shea in the house. <laughs> so yeah. And she's a singer um, amongst other many amazing talents uh, that Cassie has. And uh, so happy to be with you here in Salt Lake City and welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a treat. Glad to be here. This, is, this has been so much fun. I just came from a mastermind session with uh, Cassie, who completely blew my mind with um, her efficacy in the industry that she is in. And um, you help um, very high level CEOs figure out where they need to go next in their journey. And I'm talking about the top of the top dogs in the industry. So can you tell us a little bit about how you came to this place in your life where you're doing this unbelievably wonderful work for these people? Absolutely. You know what's really funny is because you're a songwriter, a singer also. So here's the first song that popped into my head. Can I do a, a fix? Oh, lines? yeah, okay. please. At first I was afraid, I was petrified, kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. Then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned how to get along. So that's been <laughs> that <was> my awesome. <laughs> hey. okay. That's been my karaoke song since I was 15 years old. Really? That's my number one go-to song. 
And in some ways that's actually been hauntingly true for my life. I feel like there's been, um, even though people gratefully still call me young, um, there's yes. been a lot of endings. Right. And endings are also ripe moments for new beginnings. And so one thing I've really learned, especially with um, advising CEOs, I've been advising CEOs of companies making annual revenue from anywhere from $3 million to $90 million a year. And uh, walked with people through different exits, different transitions out of their day-to-day -day life as a CEO. And oftentimes our identity is so tied to what we do. It's really hard to answer the question, what do you want outside of the company you've built? Because you see yourself as the entity, you see yourself as the company. So one of the first things I start to do when I'm advising a CEO is really unpack the identity of who are you without this company? And not so much actually rolling backwards of who, who were you before the company, but actually who do you wanna be? And so one of my, my things in life, I'm a writer as well. And I often find like the right story for thinking right. about, should we go right, should we go left? I think the right story is the one you write. Yes. Literally. Yeah. So if you become the author of your own life, what story do you wanna write and how can you be the protagonist? Because for many CEOs for a long time, decades even, um, their company's been the protagonist. Their right. company has been the star of the show. Yeah. And they've been a supporting character, they've been a producer, they've been the person bringing the company to life. And so my question is, how do we bring you to life? So that is really amazing because um, people tend to put those who make a large income on a pedestal almost like they're not human. And, and I mean that in the most respectful way. However, I would suspect a lot of them get very frightened once you peel that veneer off of them that they're wearing as their badge of honor and say, I'm just little old me. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you take that away, uh, what's left? And do you find that that's a, that's a solution that you can help them, them you come to them with? It, you know, the solution is, I would say, twofold. One is recognizing that money doesn't fix feelings. Um, my business partner, Brooke Casanova, um, is the partner with me in Powerhouse Leaders HQ. And she does a lot of training on money mindset and having an abundance mindset. And so one of the principles that we teach when we work with our CEOs is money doesn't fix feelings. Yeah. But what does fix feelings is transformational experiences with other humans. And right. so what we've noticed a lot is um, high achievers tend to have isolated experiences you tend to feel like you're the only person on an island or you're the only person rowing the boat. Yeah. Um, you're surrounded by other people, you know, in the company, but having peers who not just understand your journey, but actually can uh, speak wisdom over your life or think about things from a different angle without judgment, without um, competing egos without peacocking, maybe, yeah, right. as it were, um, those rooms are really rare. And so part of what I do with my business partner, Brooke, is we curate those rooms that create ultimately safety in the change cycle. That's what we're really hoping to provide so that you can be vulnerable, so you can get to the heart of the conversation. And creating safety in the change cycle to me means it's safe to say, I'm not sure what I want, but I'm willing to figure it out. Do you find that that is the hardest thing ever? What do I really want? For so many people, I, I just, I, my experience has been, that's a really difficult one. It sounds so simple, right? 
It sounds yet, so simple. Yet it's not. Why well, is that? And what you want can be situational. Yeah. It can okay. be different season to season. And so one thing that um, I'm very passionate about is how do you get what you want in congruence with a way that feels really good? Right. So that when you have it, you can actually receive it. Because what happens a lot, and this has even happened to me before I became an entrepreneur, I was in corporate. And it was all about climbing the corporate ladder at all costs. Right. And I'm, I'm five foot two, so I'm pretty small. Um, and I weighed over 60 pounds heavier than I am today, the person you see me today, because it was all about achievement at all costs, no matter what it cost my body, no matter how many hours I needed to put in. And the, the question of like, what do I want? Well, what I wanted was I wanted that role. I wanted that title. I wanted that money. I wanted that glass penthouse overlooking all of Los Angeles. And it right. was beautiful, but it felt very hollow. It felt very empty. Yeah. And so part of answering the question of what do I want? Really, I think at the layer deeper and where we would go in terms of our experience together is who do you want to be? Yeah. Because when you optimize your being, who you are at the center, and that can change. It can change with different inputs. It can change depending on your life season and what you want to create and who you want to serve even. But answering the question, what do you want, is so critical and so difficult. But then the layer deeper is actually who are you being and who are you willing to be, who are you willing to step into in terms of your identity in order to get what you want. And that's actually the work. Have you asked the question, I'm sure you have in, in other ways perhaps, but um, uncovering your purpose, I feel is so valuable to help connect to what you want. Do you find that um, some of these people that you counsel with are not even thinking about their purpose in life? Mm -hmm. They're thinking more of what, what's next that, you know, my competition over here, he just left and he's now with so-and-so. Yeah. So there's this kind of like, I got to play this game. But um, do you think that's something that helps if people figure out that they have a real purpose in life? Absolutely. But I'm going to kind of do a pattern interrupt. And I think there's okay. actually, um, there's a really good book by Reid Hoffman called The Alliance. Okay. And it's normally focused to employees, but I think this can be focused as well to CEOs or entrepreneurs or founders who are in a transition. And the idea is that your purpose exists, especially as it relates to work, for a specific tour of duty. Okay. And so you get to choose different tours of duty. You get to choose different roles in life. Right. Um, you know, for people that are listening who are parents, for example, like that's kind of a tour of duty from zero to 18. You're, you're on a tour of duty with those kids. Yeah. And I had this funny moment where I told my parents the other day, I was like, have you ever thought about like, you're going to be friends with me as an adult yeah. longer than you were ever my parent. Yeah. And they're like, why do you think so much? Like, why do you ask these off the wall <laughs> it's questions? It's a good question though, really. But I was like, but did you think about that before you had a child? That yeah. like, hopefully this human I like really enjoy having a conversation with over the dinner table at holidays because you're going to be having more of those conversations with me than you're ever going to be helping me tie my shoes or yeah. give me like these learning moments. So I think the point is actually, sometimes we make like finding our life purpose, this really heavy weighty question. Like once I know my purpose, then I should like align everything and I'll just know what to do. Right. But in reality, I think if you chunk it down, we have the privilege, especially in our society of living a lot longer. And so yes. I like to think about it like choosing a very intentional tour of duty. So what do you want the next life phase to be about? And who do you want to be and what do you want? And how is that congruent 
to hopefully serving others and creating value. That's obviously the easier way to make money in the world. Yes. If you can create a value exchange with others. Yeah. Um, so I actually think about it like a tour of duty. And then I love the word alliance because then who do you need in your corner? Who are the humans that you need to connect with who can help you really activate that purpose, bring it online and achieve something better? That is awesome. Um, who have you found that is the most um, inspiring type of CEOs to work with? Is there, a, is there a segment that you found that is like really fascinating that you've helped? Or, or you can, can you share a story with me about somebody that was just unbelievably adventurous, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, um, one of the CEOs I worked with, um, He's still a good mentor and friend, and he was the president of Entrepreneurs Organization for many years in Los Angeles. And he was the first person that really opened my eyes years ago to the power of networking and how when you have a community of peers, when you have a community of people who are lifting you up, who understand your purpose, this tour of duty concept, yeah, um, it can really connect the dots for you. Um, he has had multiple successful companies. He's exited successfully several times. He's pivoted his current business from one thing to a technology company, which is very inspiring um, to me in terms of reinventing the wheel. And he travels all around the world. And so when you go visit his office in Los Angeles, he has pictures from um, Kathmandu, Nepal. He just got back from Istanbul and was trying to convince me. I was like, you need to go to Turkey. Like, drop everything and go to Turkey. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Let's just have lunch and I'll see the photos yeah, for now. Right. <laughs> um, but to me, his, his passion, part of his passion, part of his purpose is actually telling stories through photos. So you went to his office. It's a tech company and there's just photos all around of these amazing experiences he has. And, you know, he's exited multiple companies, multi, multi-million dollar exits. And he'll still text me to this day and just say, you know what? It's about the experiences. Yeah. Collect experiences. Right. But I think the caveat is, and how did he do that? And he told me this years ago was because he was in an entrepreneurial network, similar to the rooms that I curate, he has friends all around the world. So when he travels, it's not just to stay in a hotel or have this like tourist kind of experience. He really knows people in those countries and can share food with them learn about local customs. And so I think that's a really beautiful, beautiful expression that who we are at work, what we achieve with our companies, what we build and the, the prosperity that we can um, give to ourselves and the world around us is also important to be balanced with prioritizing experiences yeah. and learning from other people and physically getting out of our comfort zones. Right. And I think that's made him frankly a sharper CEO. Um, such a pleasure to, to work with and know. You know, I, I get the feeling that um, people that work with you, you have this longevity factor, which is just, uh, it's such a blessing to have that. I have that with my podcast. I, I out of the 375 shows or something, whatever I've done, uh, I, I remember just almost every single one of them. And there's, some, there's something about when you spend time with people, especially when you get into such an intimate situation like you do with you know, you're, you're helping their livelihood and their life, really. It goes far beyond the money-making thing. It's more about, like you said, there's a season and where do you belong in this particular, you know, season. Um, really thrilling. Let's find out the best way for people to reach out to Cassie. 
Thank you. Yeah. So LinkedIn is where I like to hang out. I had a feeling. (laughs) I'm I'm like the world's worst millennial. I don't really have any other social media. I love LinkedIn. So please come say hello to me there. Cassie Shea. Yes. And then the website is powerhouseleaderhq.com. We're going to have all that, of course, in the show notes. Before we say goodbye, um, a couple, two more things I want to ask you. First of all, what do you like to do when you're not working for fun? Something that you like to do for you. What's your favorite jam? Okay, two things. And the first is not going to surprise you. I love karaoke. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, have, I have actually access to a music studio with a karaoke setup. Yeah. Just so I can really enjoy this hobby. <laughs> you got a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Um, and then I love going to the spa. That is my yeah. favorite thing in the world. Right. I absolutely love. I lived in Los Angeles for many years. Got the pleasure of going to Korean spas. Okay. Um, actually dedicated a whole chapter of my book to how much I love going to spas in other cultures. And and what's the title of the book? The book is called Let's Worry About Everything. We'll get the links in there, <laughs> there too. Let's I love the, that. The Let's premise worry is about I worried about everything so you don't have to and you're welcome. <laughs> oh, that, that, what a hook, right? So, Reel them in. <laughs> so I love going to the spa and people ask me, they're like, oh, do you want to go together? I'm like, no, I really just want to go alone, <laughs> even yeah. though I'm a super extrovert. It's like my time to just zen out and do nothing. I love it. Well, the alone time is precious, is it, it not? Is. Because it's so rare to get it. And uh, speaking as a writer, you know, I tend to spend a lot of time alone, um, not an exorbitant amount of time, but I'm comfortable with it. And I think you need that sometime to just yeah. regenerate, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, wrapping up, uh, Cassie Shea, all the links, you support her, check out her book. I'm looking forward to your new podcast, too. Um, Thank you. The, the title is being worked on, right? Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> and this was, this was just awesome. So I want to just in parting wish all of God's blessings on you, Cassie, your family, and your career thriving moving forward. Thank you so much. Thanks Such for coming on. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery
mazes that you never dreamed I'll take you places that were pictures in your mind I'll take you places You're the